Life's a Mitch. G'day guys, welcome back. Episode 16 of Life's a Mitch. So last episode I was talking to one of our American guests and she was opening up about her podcast and all things amazing. So once again I want to say thank you to Bianca for coming on. This week we've still got the international guest theme going on and uh, we are graced with, with an author from Canada. So without further ado, would you mind introducing yourself and telling us a bit about your, your, your writing history and your book and everything, please? Thank you, Mitch. So my name is Candace LaRue, and I am part of a, a book for empowering women entrepreneurs. And uh, it, it talks about, uh, you know, the struggles that a person goes through in their life but how they come out of it uh, triumphantly. And, you know, it gives a, a story about inspiring others, um, you know, who started right at the bottom, you know, life was rough and, you know, they came through it. So it, it's uh, my autobiography. Yep. And uh, the book itself, it, um, each woman has a chapter in the book, and it's uh, the Toronto Expo Women's um, Entrepreneur Book. So it's set to come out in June of yep. this year. I'm currently working with an editor right now just uh, to do some fine-tuning. And, you know, that's what's happening with the book. And basically... My story is about growing up in a, a home with alcoholism um, and abuse. Yep. And so my childhood was rough. Um, I was lucky, though, in the fact that my mother was sort of our rock. She was the strong person, and she held she held things together. <laughs> um, so she really was my inspiration, you know, going through life. And uh, so, you know, my teenage years, I, I did what most teenagers did, you know, went to school, partied. <laughs> um, and then I got married young and I wanted to have a family. And, you know, I had this idea in my mind of what I wanted in life and I, I hit a roadblock, uh, found out that I wasn't able to have children, and everything from my past, including that, just came out, and I ended up suffering from depression um, very severely, and it, it was really tough, a tough time, and it was also very tough on my marriage, and Unfortunately, the marriage didn't last, <laughs> but uh, through that, I had an event in my life that is just one of those things that you don't hear every day, and um, I had a visit, and, and I'm not a religious person, um, but I am very spiritual, and I'm very open-minded, yep. and I had a visit from Jesus of all people. <laughs> and I would say I was at the point in my life where 
I had hit rock bottom and then he shows up and it was such a, a profound experience and uh, it, it really healed me, the, the deep, dark parts of myself. It was a very healing experience. Yeah. So that's in my book. Yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, you don't expect that every day. <laughs> No, so, so okay. So first and foremost, I'm so sorry to hear, you know, years and years and years of of, of you know terrible events that have happened to you and transpired. You know, I'm very sorry to hear about the depression and the, um, you know, to hear the news about not you know about the children. It's it must be must have been tough as well. But so you know you, I'm, I'm you know you're you're a teenager and then you're in you know early stages of your marriage and then sorry to hear that didn't work out either. How long was it until um, you had this experience um, and you saw you saw the light? I guess you could say. Um, I was about twenty four years old. Yep. So it was like about four years into the marriage, and that's when everything just kind of blew up. So I, I was married at the time that it happened, um, and the way that it happened was I was laying and I was sleeping yeah. and all of a sudden I saw like all these angels around me and it was like they were cheering like it was so bright it, it wasn't a regular it wasn't a regular dream <laughs> um and then it was like they were kind of clearing the way and then this beautiful bright being he was so bright um and I, all I could see was his silhouette in the light. And I knew right away who it was. Like my soul knew who he was. Yeah. And his voice, uh, it was just like in the Bible, it was like rushing water. Like if you could picture waterfalls, that, that thundering water sound. Yeah. And his voice was so crisp and clear. And he just reached down and he started stroking my hair. I could physically feel it. And he spoke to me. He, he just said, you know, I, I know you've been going through a really bad time. And, you know, he was acknowledging that he heard my prayers. And then he goes, now, um, I want you to hug and kiss your husband. And then all of a sudden I woke up and my husband was standing over me, get, getting ready to go at the door to work. And he leaned over and gave me a kiss goodbye. And then, so he left and I went right back into the light. And um, Jesus reached down and touched, like touched my head and like this, energy went through my body and it was just like I like my whole soul just lit up like a like a beautiful electricity healing okay and he just did that a few times and then he I, I woke up and I'm like oh my gosh I just got a visit from Jesus <laughs> I so I'm getting goosebumps here and so it's kind of like this cleansing feeling of positivity, overwhelming goodness, you know, like a, you know, like when you, when you wash your sheets and it's amazing to lay on freshly washed sheets, just yeah. that amazing 
Like I, but I, it I, was it was just so profound. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up and I'm like, oh, I just got visited from Jesus. <laughs> And I'm nobody special. I'm not, you know, a pastor or, you know, I'm just a regular everyday person. What do the scriptures say? He works in mysterious ways. Yeah. And, you know, he always reached out to the the people that were really hurting. So it must have been like um, quite humbling to know that you are being heard. And it was so after, after you've, um, had this incredible experience you know you're overwhelmed with this positivity and this this great feeling so did things how soon did things begin to change like what did you how were things different from that point the one thing i think the message i got from that is the love of our creator is so much more profound than i think people think like i felt love like I had never, ever felt in my entire life. Must have been nice. And the message I got from that was, don't be afraid. Like God is not some man sitting on a big throne with a big stick. He really cares about people. And he loves you. Like the first time you look at a new, your newborn child, only it's more profound than that. That's cool. I mean, I um, I'm, I'm, my, my, the hairs on my arm are standing up. That's, that must be quite the um, quite, quite the experience. I, I'm, it's not often I'm lost for words, but I'm in awe of. I'm, I'm looking at the screen going, tell me more, tell me more about this. This sounds amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, that that was really profound. And then after that, um, I started having more experiences. So. I remember watching, it was the first time, I don't know if you're familiar with baseball, but we have a, a, baseball, a team yeah. Somewhat, yep. uh, in Toronto, the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays, yeah. A friend of mine, Matt, is a mad Blue Jays fan. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was, I think it was in the early 90s, and they weren't doing so well. And I was over at my ex-husband's parents watching the game and it really wasn't looking good (laughs) for the Blue Jays and I I walked in I decided to come home early I was tired and so I drove home and I'm like I wonder how the Blue Jays did and all of a sudden this bright light flashed and like this voice said they won and just as that voice said they won, I could hear people because I was living in an apartment and our, our walls were paper thin and I could hear people screaming and cheering <laughs> through the walls. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's my confirmation. <laughs> that's interesting, so, isn't it? That's that's an interesting way to sort of find out the news. And if it's anything like it is now, like it was back then, my friend, Matt, every time... He, he went to a game and they won. It was just absolute pandemonium, like excitement, cheering. Um, so, you know, good on him. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. And so these things just started happening more and more throughout my life. And then it went into overdrive, I would say, um, probably like 10 years ago. 
and I started getting visits from angels. Like I, I would leave my body and like I'd be standing in the light and there would be like an angel there standing with me. And I just started having more and more of these experiences. Um, and then my mother passed in 2013. I'm sorry to hear that. And thank you. And it just went into overdrive. I started having all these different uh, spirits coming to visit me and I started doing uh, mediumship work. So connecting with loved like, ones on the like other clairvoyancy side. readings and uh, tarot readings, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. Yep. And like I've had no training or anything. It's just I can go into uh, my spirit self and, and try to pick up on the energy and, uh, you know, connect the person with the loved one and then be able to um, give messages that they need to hear to heal. So kind of like, um, you know, they were using you as a medium to communicate via yourself towards, you know, between, you know, the vein and both sides of the vein sort of thing. Yeah. So I think... The vein or veil? Is it the veil or vein? Sorry. It, it's the veil. Veil, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I've had yeah. a, a few weeks ago, I had an on, on-air clairvoyancy reading. Um Mm-hmm. So I'm somewhat spiritual myself and I do, I personally believe in the afterlife um, mm-hmm. and not a lot of people know this about me, but I say a prayer every night before I go to bed. It's it's more, it's more or less just saying thank you for another great day lived. I don't practice religion per se, but that's okay. That's my thing. You know, if I want to mm-hmm. say a prayer to God every night before I go to bed, God and Jesus, then I'll do that. So, but, um, so you begin the clairvoyancy readings and, you know, reaching out, helping people along their way to get to where they want to go. Mm-hmm. How soon after was that did you realize, well, hang on, I'm a bit of a creative here. I'm going to I'm gonna start writing. Was it long before you started that process? Yeah, it took, you know, the creator, bring, yeah, the creator brings people into your life yep. at the right time. And I was doing... Um, a, a coaching class uh, on becoming more motivated and stepping outside of your comfort zone. Yep. And I met this lady in the, in the group and she wrote a bit, like they do a book once a year and she had written a book and she was friends with the lady who organizes this every year because she is a an entrepreneur and she wants to promote other businesses you know around the world and so she said you know i i'm going to be meeting up with somebody to go over this book and i said i would love to help i didn't know what i was getting myself into i thought i was going to help in the background (laughs) so i get on this call with her and her friend and all of a sudden, I'm writing a chapter in the book. That's cool. So, it, well, um, I'll put the a link to the book, uh, so for pre-order afterwards down below. So, so it's how many? Do you know how many like entrepreneurs are contributing to? Is it is it a yearly book? You said it comes out, or is it sort of? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So how many? 
how many or how many are contributing to it, and and is your chat how long is your chapter? Is it like a is it like a thick style book? Is it or it, it's um so you can choose to do um two thousand to twenty five hundred words. Yeah, wow. Three thousand to thirty five hundred or five thousand words. Yeah, and they take about four to five different women for that year. Oh, cool. So it's quite a, it's quite a, like an elite sort of um, tight knit club. That's cool. Congratulations on that. That must've felt quite rewarding to be selected to do that. Yes, it, it was. And as I got writing, I'm like, you know, something like we all have a story to tell. I'm sure, you know, even though some people think, you know, um, Oh, you know, it's not significant, but it really is like, we're all in this world together. Yeah. And the, the, the term significance is going to change from person to person. I mean, that's why I started this project is to be able to, you know, give people like yourself a chance to get their, the word out there and tell their story. I mean, I've met, I've met some interesting people along this ride so far. I mean, only yesterday I was talking to a woman who now lives in London, England, and she was from Zanzibar and she was in an arranged marriage to go there with a young husband and start a family. And for over mm-hmm. a decade, she was treated like garbage. And now she's a motivational speaker worldwide. Like, you know, and if I hadn't started doing that, then I don't get to meet people like her and yourself and many others I've spoken to. So I'm, I'm absolutely in awe right now. I'm fanboying to the highest degree. <laughs> yeah, it's, we all have a story to tell and it's inspiring to somebody. Yeah. You know? And what you're doing is fabulous because you're putting people in contact with other people to, to see how other people live, you know, outside of their box. They get to see how other people lived and how they conquered their fears and their sufferings. And, um, you know, and I'm grateful to people like yourself who come on here and give us the chance to hear, you know, um, what, what I, I can't I still can't believe like the the transition that you had and the visits that you've had that's incredible I, I um I think oh I think you're very lucky personally but you know he does work in mysterious ways so you know so between sorry I think I skipped a step before so between you know these visits and the clairvoyancy readings and the and the author and the writing part did a lot happen in that period there I think I feel like I might have skipped a step there so um, between 2013, when my mom passed, up till now, I kept getting, you know, you need to start taking courses, you need, you know, you're a healer. And I've had a a few readings where um, they picked up that I was a Native woman. I don't know if you believe in reincarnation, but uh, I wasn't always open to that. But the more and more I read and learn um, and it's even mentioned in the Bible um, that we do reincarnate. We we come here to grow our soul. Like we have a soul mission. And my soul mission is to heal. So um, right now I'm in the process of uh, doing a life and energy coach healing. Yeah. Is that in the form of like a like online or is it like in person or how, how are you going to be delivering that? Well, right now it would be online. Yep. Um, because we've got uh, 
the COVID restrictions, it's difficult to see people face to face. Yeah. But yeah. eventually, I, I will be doing both. And my dream is to one day open uh, a healing center out in in the middle of you know the woods, you know, with nature. Because nature is very healing. Like to me, nature, going out in nature is connecting with creator. So if you find a place that resonates with you, set mm-hmm. up there, you go, you know what? This place has a good vibe to it, a good feel. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the spot, you know. You, you probably It'll probably wash over you like a cleansing waterfall, as you described before, or like it'll hit you. Yeah, I get like a vibration, yep. like an energetic vibration. Like I can literally feel it. And when I was a young girl, I used to see auras around people. So like in terms of like color or brightness or a combination of the two? A a combination. Yep. And I could also see it around trees and like objects. So when it's like when I walk in to like a a forest area, it it's almost like it's like an energy charge for me. But it's almost like there's sound to it. it sounds like you're very uh, intuitive as well, and you're very. So I'm ma- I'm imagining like the, the calming blue aura of those who are just level-headed, and the more hotter colors for those who might be a little bit more hostile. So like red for angry people, blue for calm, and mm-hmm. nature would be one of those greeny blue sort of cooler colors. I'd imagine. Um, yeah, that- and I can feel it, the energy going through me. Yeah. Like it, it's it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, if, you, if you've got it, if you literally have it, flaunt it, I say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ah, good and, on you. Touch a tree and it just gives me a charge. That's cool. I, I think, you know, speaking about the soul and what one was supposed to do on this earth, I mean, it's glad, it's good that you found, you, you know, you're calling because a lot of people go through life and don't ever find theirs. Um, yes. And if you're lucky, so at the start, oh, okay, full confession, at the start of this year, late last year, you know, COVID life, like for, for us in Australia here, it's it's we've been quite quite lucky. We've had only just over nine hundred deaths so far. Um mm-hmm. and we've had a pretty good light lit on things. But COVID life for me it was good in terms of I was able to get a house deposit together, but it was autopilot. So same like work. I'm a shift worker and I operate machines and mm-hmm. it's work home, work home, work home and like, which is fine. The job's fine, but like, I need, I wanted something more. So I was feeling lost. I went to see a clairvoyant, Katrina Jane, and uh, she's mm-hmm. a, she's a local clairvoyant reader and she's, she's really good at what she does. And I asked things like, where's my career going? Advice, like life going, where am I going? What relationship was? And she gave me what she felt and she passed on the information that she felt. And essentially it was, um, it gave me the confidence. She reminded me that I always wanted to entertain. So I think my lot in life is to entertain and tell and share stories perhaps. I don't know, but um, it started me down the path to start this podcast. Now I'm volunteering when I can at the local radio station to learn more about interviewing and how to do editing mm-hmm. techniques and stuff. So slowly but surely, like I'm finding, I'm honing my craft a little bit and I've got a lifetime of experience and personality to like, I'm pretty quick witted and like, I'm pretty funny at times, I guess. And um, I get a buzz out of entertaining people and to actually be here with you right now is humbling at the highest order. So, you know, perhaps that's my lot in life, but it's, it's just been a 
2021 has been good in that sense so far, I guess. Well, it takes a lot to step out and, you know, uh, follow your dream. It's, it's, but, it's scary, isn't it? Like it's absolutely, um, you know, I, you know, you were, you were visited and, you know, you had, you had that strength and that, that guidance, whereas mine perhaps sounded like a coming into a different form, but the more I go along, the more confident I become. But yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it can be absolutely to change the, I, I call it on being on autopilot. You know, we, we go to work, we come home, we exist, we just, same thing. Um, and it can be scary, but mm-hmm. yeah. So I appreciate you saying those fond words. Yeah. If you don't mind, I'm going to just pull a, an angel card for you. Uh, yeah. If that's okay. Yeah, by I all do means. angel reading, so. <laughs> so can, while you're doing okay. that, can you just explain the process of said angel reading? Is that okay? Yeah, sure. How it all works? So how I do it is I, I set an intention uh, for the person that I'm reading. Um, in your case, it, the, the angels communicated to me, pull a card, pull a card. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> um, so I use them when someone's, you know, that I'm dealing with is going through a rough time and I just pull them out and it tells a story. Okay. I always, and, um, I always thank the angels as well. Every night before I go to bed. So yeah, they, they help us out a lot more than we, we could ever know. Like, you know the the number of accidents or things that have could have happened to us and they're always out there protecting us and whispering in our ears and it, it's just tuning into that sometimes when you get a thought and you're like where did that come from it just came from out of nowhere that's it well that's typically your your guide or your angel okay i'll have to tune in a little bit more because i quite often get thoughts like that um... so I just pulled Archangel Raphael, and it says, I'm helping you heal physical challenges in yourself and others. You are a healer like me. I'm a healer too, am I? Yeah. Okay. So everyone has a different modality of healing. Some are energy healers. Some people are, you know, counselors. Uh, Some people do like what you're doing you're sharing inspirational stories. So that's Maybe. a form of healing because there's somebody out there who needed to hear that. Maybe that's uh, I'll just chills my, my arms, my hands on my arm <laughs> standing up. So Archangel Raphael's got my back. It seems yeah. cool. And that's, uh, next... that's pretty, uh, pretty nice knowing that one of the, the big, the big guys is, uh, is looking up. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Rochelle, um, says, as you honor and follow the guidance of your heart, prosperity is coming to you now. So keep doing what you're doing. Okay, and something good will happen. Yeah. So it's so, uh, I, I don't know, I when could when Katrina did a reading as well, I was in awe. I'm like, you know, when you see a kid just taking in every word, like hands, cheeks, hands on the cheeks. I'm in, mm-hmm. I'm in absolute awe right now. And you, you'll know when something resonates with you because it's like, yeah, that that sits like it sits well in your solar plexus, like your gut. So Rochelle and Raphael, the R, the mm-hmm. team R. Yes, <laughs> yes, R, R for tonight. <laughs> Maybe they're saying I should be a pirate. Yar. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was a horrible joke. That I apologize. Like fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's you're you're on the right path. Awesome. So you generally pull the two cards. Are they always? Is there always an archangel there, or is it just can be uh, any angel? No. It's well. There's different angels, um, and it could also be like Mother Mary, okay, the Mother of Jesus. Um, but Raphael is a healing angel. Like he's the guy you call on when you're having issues with relationships. Yeah. So you know, he's the guy when you're going through an issue with life or yourself or it could be like a girlfriend boyfriend situation or couples well i um i've had relationship issues and i'm currently single currently looking mm-hmm. um but you know we'll see what happens but um it, it you know it's that uh, i used to do i uh, for a little time there i was uh, training to be a youth minister and my eventually evangel- mm-hmm. my evangelistical studies i remember we spoke about archangels and there was Michael, Raphael, Gabriel, Ezekiel, um, mm-hmm. I think Zachariah, and all different. It was obviously there was more, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm just trying to remember back to what angel. I mean, the left and right hand of God are Michael and Gabriel, I believe, and it's just it's takes me back. You make me want to pull out all my old notes and go over them again, um, even just out of curiosity's sake. Um, yeah, um, it's funny. One day I was sitting in the in the car getting ready to pull out of my driveway and so i called on archangel michael and so he shows up and he said um i'm just letting you know that uh uriel so uriel is the angel of truth yep and i think that he assigned that angel to me um, in order to speak my truth, because with me going forward and telling my story and, um, you know, reaching out to people around the world, um, he's there to assist me with telling my truth. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I just had a quick look at um, uh, Angel Rochelle and Guardian Angel Rochelle, also known as the Angel of Restitution. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, I am. Um, I've got a bit of homework to do no, later on. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, you know, uh, you know, you could, you know, people could have their own opinions and stuff. That's fine. But me personally, mm-hmm. I feel humbled by that, knowing that. So I'm glad that we did get a chance to chat today. Pardon me. Because like what you're saying is resonating with me so much. And like, you know, I, um, I couldn't recommend this enough. Like people should get this done. People should get readings done by you. This is cool. Yeah. And and I am going to be launching a website. Um, I'm currently doing intuitive classes Yep. just to expand uh, what I'm already doing. So not only will I be doing angel readings, but I'll also be doing uh, psychic readings. And when I will get after this episode is I'll get all your details and put them underneath. So details about where you can access and pre-order the book, um, details of the readings, classes, mm-hmm. and if you want your social medias as well. Um, so don't worry, guys. Like we'll get all that information out to you. But um, awesome. you know, it sounds very. It sounds like you're absolutely well on your way. Like 
like yes. a runaway freight train. There's no stopping this right now. It's just on its way. <laughs> so what I would recommend for you is I would go and pick up um, a deck of angel cards. A deck of angel cards? Yeah. And start playing with them. Okay. Because I think part of your healing in this card from Raphael, he's going to work through you. So those cards are going to inspire you. That's the message I'm getting. Okay. Well, I'll have to try and delve into getting some cards from somewhere. I will do just that. And I will check back in with you in a little while and let you know how it's going with it all. Yeah. I would love to hear that. (laughs) I'm sure I could pick them up from a, there's a few um, clairvoyancy stores and, Mm-hmm. I might have to try online or something, but you know, I'll, I'll organize that in the next little while. Um, yeah. And it was so each week, um, each episode, I try and get people to, there's the one common thread amongst them all, have a bit of fun with this. It's a bit of a play on words. But Candace, would you like to have a bitchy with Mitchie? Sure. And what that is, <laughs> what that is, it's, it can be a, have a, a whinge or it can be like just a good old, good old get it off your chest, be a bit anything. I've had friends open up about um, deep issues like mental health, not being able to help their friends. And I've had mm-hmm. people, you know, working in cash register and people not having enough change to pay for their stuff. So like it's been, it's been absolutely all over the place. So would you like to, uh, is there anything that's been on your chest that you want to get off your chest? Yeah. I can't wait till I can burn my mask. <laughs> I hate wearing a mask. Yep. Yeah, I'm not a fan (laughs) of it. Bloody COVID. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm a person that loves to smile at people. Yep. And I'm smiling and they can't even see my smile. Yeah, it's um, it's certainly a buzzkill, isn't it? I mean, we've just had a – so we've been pretty lucky, but recently up in Brisbane, which is um, eight hours north of where I am on the East Coast, uh, there's been another outbreak and Brisbane's gone into another partial lockdown and masks are mandatory up there again. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, just seeing all from the actions of a few selfish people who did the wrong thing. And it's just like, guys, just we're nearly there. Like hang in there and do the right thing. And this shit happens. So, um, you know, I absolutely hundred percent agree with you and can't wait to see the end of these masks myself, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to get a mask with the, a smile face on it. Yeah. I'll get one that says, see you later, COVID. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I, you know, hopefully, you know, um, in Canada right now, they, they've started the vac- vaccination rollout, have they? Have they? Yes. Yep. So right now they're doing um, our elderly people. Yeah. So I think they did the 80, 80 years old and older. And now they've dropped it down to 70 to 80. So they're doing slowly doing each age group working their way down. I think ours is similar. We, um, we've had frontline workers done. The first phase of elderly vaccines has gone out. And I think we're now up to something similar. So at least, you know, it's good to know that Australia's keeping up with some countries, I guess. I was just just before speaking to a girl from the US and she's like, yep, I'm on my second dose and she's my age. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. oh, well it's good to see that people are getting it done. So, you know. Yeah, I, I just hope that it all works out because there really hasn't been a lot of testing done with it. 
Yes. Um, and I've had a reaction to a flu shot. So I, I'm sitting back and just observing for now. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think, you know, it, I it's one of those things where you just have to, you know, based on the evidence given to you, just have a long think and go, what's best for me? Um, and to the people that are pro or anti it, like respect someone else's decision and just let them do their thing. Cause there's a lot of people in this world who mm-hmm. don't display enough empathy. I mean, I, I, um, I'm a fan of people who can take their own shoes off and walk a mile on someone else's. And, um, yeah. And we all have free will too. That's right. And it should be respected. Yeah. You know, um, it's up to the individual to do their own research and decide what's best for them. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, some things are out of my control, like the ability to grow hair on my head. It's <laughs> 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 taken away from me, but that's okay. But, um, well, you know what? Um, men with no hair on their heads can be also very sexy, too. Oof. Oh, stop it. <laughs> well, I, can go, I can't go. I'm, I've got a very bald shaped, block shaped head. So, you know, we'll see how we go. It's very square yeah. in my head. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, it's um, it's really been nice chatting to you today. Is there anything else that you wanted to go over? I can't think of anything right now, but uh, I do appreciate uh, talking to you. It's Likewise. Really and I'm, and once I do apologize for how long it's taken me. I've, yeah, we've had a few things happen here, but make no excuses. But um, so yeah, we'll, we'll get I'll get you to send me all your details in regards to your socials and all the and and the book and stuff like that and your teachings, and mm-hmm. um, and I'd like to say thank you, Candice. I appreciated your time today, and um, I will get the episode up next week, and I'll send you through a demo to have a listen and um, see what you think. And yeah, if you want to add some more to it later, we can. Awesome. Thank you very much, Mitch. Thank you. So I will say goodbye for now and I will um I'll I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye bye.